Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with podcaster and life recovery coach Vernon Lane. He is the founder of That Christian and Recovery Podcast. It's a podcast that helps people with their own life struggles and addictions. He also works as a certified recovery coach, minister, and speaker. By sharing his experience, he helps others master their lives by first teaching them how to accept themselves, then by creating a new life through applying spiritual principles. He started drinking at the age of 12 and grew up in a dysfunctional family. He ultimately found recovery, and today he has been over 11 years clean. He's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Nice to meet you. Thanks for taking a minute out for the program. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me I'm trying to get you. Before we get into your life as, as a life recovery coach, you know, we've gone through quite a thing with COVID for the last three years, and I'm curious how you survived that time period and how it's changed the way that you live your life now. Wow, man. Wow. I mean, every reason I say that, every reason why I say a wow, man, is because a lot of people went back out during COVID. And what I mean yeah. by that, a lot of people lost their clean time during that time, you know. So that, you know, that's why I said, wow, I didn't even thought of that. Yeah, that is, that's a heck of a, that's a heck of a, um, uh, story, uh, you know, and and I have a story. Me and my one of my best friends were talking about. He also in recovery, and basically what that is, man, it's more than just making meetings. You know, you got to have a solid foundation because what happened at COVID, it really lets you you let you know what you're recovering from. What, what how is your program? Is it solid, or is it just about making meetings? So yeah, that that that's a heck of a um, topic to share. On. Yeah, it's a big deal, and you know, I'm curious exactly what you do, and to get to the to the heart of that, I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of kids at a career okay. day at a grade school, third graders, and one of the kids looks up and asks you, "What do you do for a living?" How do you answer them? What I do for a living? Oh, I'm a stationary engineer for a living. That's my real job. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a stationary engineer. Um, basically, I boil water for a living. And then, and then you're a life coach as well. Yeah, I'm a life coach too. Yeah, but like I, I've been doing life coaching like you know two years. Like, what What did you want to be when you were in the third grade? When you were growing up, what was your dream to become? Man, I was going to be a, a professional football player. Yeah, no, I didn't play professional. <laughs> no, I just went to um, high school level. Just for high school, but I was I excelled. I was yeah, I was one of the top players. Yeah, that was that was my passion. You know, first my I think one of the first words I ever said. They said I said it was football. Nice, very nice. Yeah. So, what is it that you do as a life coach? How would you explain what you do? Basically, what I do, I help people get in, you know, get in um, contact with they with their passion. I help them, you know, you know, straighten out their vision or what they want to do um, in life. Basically, I coach them through um, through coming up with a plan. You know, it's really their plan, but I'm just cheering them on and helping them guide them and help them to see blockages that's preventing them from um, becoming the best that you know the person that they want to be. Because a lot of times, it just a lot of them just need encouragement. You know, um, a lot of them just been you know a lot of people just don't believe in themselves. You know, so that's what I do. I coach them. I help guide them. They come up with a plan. We come up together collectively. I support them. I check up on them. And um, if it ain't working, you know, we try to find something else that's working for them. But the main thing is to help them be- become the best person that they can be. 
So as somebody that obviously gives a lot, go back to your childhood. Tell me where you were born and raised and how all of this started for you. How were these seeds put in you to be who you are today? Oh, it started when I was a young well, a young kid, man. I have to say, you know, like, you know, third grade, whatever, when I was a young kid, it came from my mother, man. My mother and my, my sister, they always instilled these positive, you know, words into me. You can be all you can be as long as you put your mind to it. Where well, there's a will, there's a way. I grabbed that. Even though I was raised in, the, in you know, in the hood, even though a lot of negative around me, I grabbed that. That that was who I was. I believed that, you know. So, um, so I, you know, I excelled, man. I, you know, I was one of the type of person when it started way back then. I, I, I was, I, it was easy. Academics came easy to me. Okay. And, um, so I, that's how, you know, I got my self worth based on performing, you know, so, but, you know, but the streets too was kind of captivating, even though, but, but these down side, I knew it wasn't for me because my home, my foundation, you know, my home, my mother, my sister, they was instilling, you know, I did have some brothers that was drinking, fighting, running the street. So I had this push and pull type thing, but that's where my, who I came, who I became right now is really, I'm being who I really am right now. You know, like I said, the drugs, the streets, that really wasn't me, but I had to, I had to put on that front in order to survive. That's what happens when you're raised in a dysfunctional family, right? Dysfunctional family, you, you have to, you have to survive. So you have to do what you do and that's to get in where you fit in. So who has consistently been a hero or a role model for you in your life? I'd say my mother, my my sister. Yeah, they both passed now, but yeah, they was my they was my hero, and, and of course Muhammad Ali. That was my outside hero, Ali. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. To to get to the core of you, you know, every day we wake up, we have things that we want to do. We have motivations. What's your motivation? What what is it that gets you through the day that makes you feel good about what you do? Man, I have to say, man, what God has done for me, man. Right. I'm just talking about just gratitude. Just, just every single day I think about where I come from. Right. And I'm talking about from the horrors of addiction, talking about from being homeless, hopeless, didn't want to live no more. And all I did was call on God and he helped me. That's what motivates me is the love, love of God. I just want to give it back. You know, I, I'm not trying to do nothing for me. I'm doing everything for his glory. So I have to say it's because of him. When you're at the end of that day, so to speak, how do you quantify a good day? How do you look back and say, you know what, that was a good day? That was good. That's usually when I just, you know, if I learn something. I'm a big person that just, I love to grow, right? I love to grow. So I try to learn something new every day. It can be a word. It can be a system. That that makes me feel a good day. And also, too, when I can just, you know, touch somebody's life, you know, just by listening to them, calling them. Um, just hearing, hearing them out, you know, like I said, you know, I deal with people, you know, and active addiction. I deal with people, not a lot of, a lot of my clients are not even addicts. They just regular people, you know, but to do, I have to say from growing, from learning and from just giving back to other people that I know that's a good day just by helping other people. If you were to have a dream tonight and you ran into say the 20 year old version of yourself and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained through your life, the things you've overcome, what would you tell that young version? I'd just say, man, go on and just be you. You know, be yourself. It's all right. It's okay to be you.
you know, it's okay to be you. You don't have to try to fit in. You don't have to try to impress nobody. You don't have to put on this front. It's okay to be you, you know, because that's what I was doing. I was, that's what I was telling you. Survivor mode, get in where you fit in. But yeah, that's why I tell them just go and be yourself because that's one of the biggest things that I got out of recovery and my walk with Christ. It's okay to be you. So everyone out there has an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, your clients, colleagues, but you mm-hmm. live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'm, I'm a good guy, man. I got, I got a good heart. I'm just a good guy at heart, and I want to see the best. I can be a little rough on you know on people around the edges, right? Because I'm a little rough on myself. But I'm 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 a good guy. I'm a good rounded rounded guy. And it took me a, a long time. So I'm glad you have asked me that question. It took me a long time to come to believe that, right? But again, you have people around. You have a sponsor. You have you know my I got a life coach. I have a spiritual advisor. I have my wife, my children. They tell me every day how good I am. So now I came to believe it. But it was a process. But now I come to the point like, yeah, you know what? I am a good guy. And I do have a good heart. What's been one of the best success stories you've had with, with uh, working with somebody? Working with somebody? Or whether that's for coaching or just working with them, period? Uh, it could be either one. It could be coaching or it could be, uh, it could be either one. Oh, let me see. Best success. Probably one deeper than this, but I just remember one time I shared in a in a meeting one time, and I was just basically sharing how, you know, and as far as relationships, right? For the guy was having trouble, you know, with his wife, and I just shared my experience, and then basically I was just saying, just you know, focus on you. Don't don't worry about your woman. Just focus on you, and she'll fall in line. And I remember a while back, you know, when he seen me again, he was just elated. He just killed me. He said, man, it works. That, that, that works. That works. That works. You know, and um, that, that's what I remember off top, that, that one story, how excited he was and how his relationship, you know, got better because he stopped focusing on his relationship and he focused on himself. And I was telling him that women would naturally follow a man who's working on his his own goals and his passion, you know, so I have to say that's, that's the one off top. Wonderful, man. Hey, if anyone out there wants to hire you as a life coach, learn more about you, anything revolving around your world, where can they go? Well, they can go, they can Google me because I, I um, pause um, the website for a minute, but it, it can go, they can go to Google sick and tired. LLC. That's that's where they can go, or they can just um, email me at sickandtirerecovery at gmail dot com. Beautiful, Vernon, man. This has been wonderful. Thank you for being raw and open and giving me your story. I really appreciate it. Man, I appreciate it, man. It was nice to meet you, man. I really enjoyed that, man. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. (laughs) 